Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club, right here on a Monday night on North Manchester 106.6 FM and across the world on the FC United podcast channel. I'm your host Cockers and coming up on this week's show, we'll be bringing you all the reaction to FC United's away trip to Whitby Town from Saturday afternoon and later we'll be hearing how the women's team fared in their final pre-season game of the summer. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week's news in winning ways as FC United picked up three points in Derbyshire on Tuesday evening with an excellent 4-1 win at Belper Town. And uh, it's going to be a corner ball to FC United on this left-hand side. And it's to take. And it's wearing the uh, captain's armband tonight. Plays it short to Guy Hall on the corner of the penalty area. From the left, crosses it in. And uh, that looked like a foul there on Jones, you know. But it breaks to Jones and hits the post. And back out to the goalkeeper. So you thought so that, that looked like a foul on Jones. It looked like he's been I mean, he certainly two-handed off that. He certainly jumped in a in a in an unorthodox manner, which look he may have been impeded, but he did well on the floor to skew the ball past the keeper. And he, as his FCs look at the moment, he's hit the post and, and the keeper's just about to clear it. So unlucky. It's a long one from Rhodes. Headed clear though by Donahue. Rhodes is going to get the ball back from fullback. Crosses this in. That's a good ball in. It's a bit of a free header. It's not been cleared yet by FC United. And there was a volleyed effort which went wide. Plenty of pace on that though, Paul. And again, a bit of insecurity there at the back from FC United with regards to heading the ball. I think we were very lucky there that uh, the Belper player snatched at his chance because uh, it's certainly a great position for a shot. Linney now with the ball. Linney's still with the ball. Oh, he finds Donahue in space. Donahue dinks it over the goalkeeper. And that is a wonderful goal for Messi United. 13 minutes on the clock. Linney and Donahue combined in there. And Donahue follows up a good performance from Saturday with a goal tonight, Paul. Beautifully taken. That was real composure as, as the goalkeeper came out. But the pass slipped in. The, 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 the defending there was calamitous, really, from the home side's point of view. But what a beautiful finish there. I've seen that having to deal with plenty of set pieces tonight. And it comes. Oh, he heads it onto the bar. Still not be cleared yet by FC United. Now over the bar. And uh, that was fortunate for FC and unlucky for Belper. The danger from set pieces is, is, is obviously their best chance. Short back pass, Belper, on the attack. And uh, that is very, very unfortunate. Out of nothing, down the left-hand side. There was Brody Litchfield. Shot comes in. I think it ricocheted, didn't ricocheted, it? Ricocheted. And a short back pass from Andy Hall. Brody Litchfield capitalised on it. Shot hit. Lavacombe went back and ricocheted. And it's now one apiece. Ennis to take this. 12 yards outside the penalty area. Be very ambitious to go for goal from here. But uh, Ennis to take. Ennis whips it in towards the back post. Good ball. Jones wins it. And there on the back post was Regan Linney and two minutes into the second half FC United have retaken the lead Paul well we've been talking about the free kicks that we've had to face uh, but that was that was a beautiful piece of work there from the free kick and it's flighted it in beautifully and the flick on across goal Linney was waiting for unmarked and just stuck it in the goal corner ball to Belper 73 minutes played here and it comes towards the back post not been cleared yet. Griffiths helps on its way back into the penalty area for Belper. High in the air, it's not yet been cleared again, but there's Donahue. And can Linney 
give a bit of respite to SC United. He rides the challenge. Linney still with the ball. Got a bit of green space to move into now. Down the left-hand side towards the penalty area. He's got an overlap there from Ennis. Oh! Wide it goes. And wayward wide. It goes out for a throw-in. It's a free kick to Belper. And once again, the goalkeeper is going to belt this ball forward. It's lofted, though, this time. Not the best of free kicks, that one. Ennis heads it forward. And Linney, Linney, he's going to beat the goalkeeper. Handball! Handball. And uh, the goalkeeper's handled it outside the box. Must be a red card. It's a red card for the goalie. The goalkeeper, really the free kick from the goalkeeper, normally he belts it towards the penalty area. And that's been effective all night. That time, though, he lofted it out to the the right-hand side. Donahue heads it forward. And as soon as that happened, it was always very, very nervy for the goalie. Linney capitalised on the mistake he beat the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper handled it miles outside his area straight red card Belper down to 10 men and your thoughts Woods on, on what we just saw there well, it had to be I mean you know Linney had broke away keeper come mile I mean he's halfway in his own half there you know he's miles out. He's, he's 30 yards out of his goal and you know Linney's tried to flick it past him and you know it's one of them with the keeper. You, you can't you can't blame him. You know he's got to do something because he's got you know he's got to stop a goal. Is it an outfield player's going in? Yep, it's going to be Ben Middleton. Linney wins a flick on McCarthy, putting the pressure on there. And I think McCarthy wins the ball back. He does well, McCarthy. He's got Mieko for support. Mieko now on the right hand side of the penalty area. Mieko plays the ball back to Ennis. Ennis shoots. Oh, into the top corner. Finish, what a finish. Well, just on 85 minutes, Charlie is there with a thunderous effort. And even if Belper's goalkeeper was a natural goalkeeper, he wouldn't have got his hands anywhere near that. 3 1 the score, and FC United looking to take all three points back to Manchester, Paul. I think that's nailed it. Taylor moving forward down the right, plays it back here to Linney. Linney to Taylor. Oh, good ball from Taylor to find Linney. Linney, he's going to have a go here, surely. Oh, <laughs> Linney drills it into the top corner on the far post. And it's now 4-1, 87 minutes played. And once again, Paul, I have to say, if that was a, a normal goalkeeper in goal, he'd struggle with that one. I think it's been pretty ruthless finishing in the last couple of minutes. Going to be joined by Neil Reynolds now for a quick chat. Neil, what's your... Uh, that's a bit better. Yeah, a little bit better, yeah. Uh, I said, I don't need telling, you know, I don't need questioning, I don't need my lads calling out, you know, I know how good these are and can be. We had an off day and that's why I apologise to the fans and at the end, you know, we didn't do well Saturday. There's going to be times this season that we don't do well, but what's important is that we don't come across as a bit of a soft touch, we don't let people down and if we've got to get a point in games that we play badly, we will do, but, you know, let's not underestimate the character of that team in there and me and my staff, you know, we were smarting on the way up here. Uh, and, and, and it was, it's been a tough few days. I don't think I've spoke to anybody. Even today, I haven't spoke to anybody. I've took it really hard. And it's not because the performance wasn't right. The whole thing wasn't right Saturday. And we can't get, we can't get carried away with tonight. We can't get two down with Saturday. But if anyone wants to question me or the team, look at the way they bounce back. Does that mean they're going to go and win the next fight? I don't know. But they can see how good they are. But, you know, there's, there's, there's a team there. There's a real team and they want to do well and I thought they were exceptional. The football uh, at times was, was brilliant um, stringing the passes together the first goal is is beautiful really, Linney and Donoghue combining we're having to deal with long balls into the box, plenty of set pieces they've hit the bar we've hit the post in all fairness as well it's all, it's all even but then we talk about confidence I mean Andy Hall's there he's, he, 
that's going to take a massive knock on his confidence. But he's come out in the second half and he's he's dealing with every single ball that's coming into the box. And as I said to both of them there, I said to Guy, how hard you feel? You know, when you can score the own goal, he went, I want the, you know, the ground swallowing me up. How hard you feel? He said, I was dejected because we were at, But look at the character of both of them. Guy, all. Revelation, 19, coming out of West Lanks football. Great, Halsey, Curtis Jones. You know, big Yandy, well, right back. I thought Tails was excellent when he came on. It was just a real team performance and good to get 80 minutes in Luke Griffiths' legs. People might have thought, oh, he's taking him off, he's having a good game. But got Murray on the bench and just because Murray had a poor game Saturday, he's a good player and we're just going to trust each other. It's a new group. We're going we're gonna to win together, lose together, draw together. But, you know, there was, there was no satisfaction on Saturday. Tonight, I don't know how results have gone, but immensely proud of the boys and uh, we can smile this week. You mentioned Guy Hall, he's our man of the match. Definitely. Um, we picked up on it really early on. The full-backs were playing advanced full-backs and they were being supported by the midfielders who were doing overlapping and there was plenty of movement. <laughs> but Vincent had to go off midway through the first half. Yeah, that's disappointing. That, that is disappointing because it, wor- it was working, working really well. He was doing really well. Yeah. Listen, he's carried this calf injury since pre-season. We don't think we've rushed it back tonight. The medical team were full of confidence. I think it's just tightened up on him. Uh, we might have to sit him down now for two or three weeks and he's going to have to get it right because he's a wonderful player. You know, that leadership uh, and that, that, you know how valuable he is to the team, he is. But I've got Charlie Ennis in there who can do it. I've got Luke Griffiths back now. I've got Murray back now. You know, so people will have to sit down at times. Uh, we'll see how bad it is. We'll assess it. We're hoping we don't have to go in the transfer market. Uh, but, you know, what is important to us now is that we keep looking how we're going to better ourselves this season because, you know, there's loads of talk. What we could do now is really build on, on this performance tonight. And, you know, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy at Whitby. They're, they're a really good side. But what it does do is give us loads of confidence that we can win on the road and win well. Neil Reynolds there following his side's 4-1 win at Belper Town on Tuesday evening. In other news, and the draw for the first qualifying round of the FA Cup took place on Monday lunchtime, and FC United have been drawn away to Witten Albion, with the tie to take place the weekend of the 3rd of September. And finally for this week's news, FC United were back on the road on Saturday as Neil Reynolds' side took the trip up to North Yorkshire to take on Whitby Town. And to set the scene now before kick-off, let's hand over to the FC Live team. Well, good afternoon everybody and welcome to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And you join us here in North Yorkshire at the home of Whitby Town, otherwise known as the Turnbull Ground. And this afternoon, the home of FC United's trip to the Turnbull Ground to take on Whitby Town. In North Yorkshire. In North Yorkshire, <laughs> in the very northern Premier League, oh, Premier Division. I like this. And uh, joining me here for a little pre-match chat after we did a rehearsal down there, but it turned <laughs> out to be too windy and inaudible. It's Mr. Inaudible himself. It's Woodsell. Hello. It's probably for the best, <laughs> let's be honest. Right, so before this, um, can we just give an update on, on how I'm feeling? Grumpy, I Grumpy. think is the word. Until we went on air and then he's suddenly... Not. The thing is, dear listener, he's had steak pie, peas and mint sauce. Yep. Why wouldn't that cheer any any man up? It did. Oh, well. But it took the listener to join us here on FC Live <laughs> before I really got happy. And, uh, well, Woodsell, we're here. And speaking of being happy, Tuesday night, it was a good night it in was. Derbyshire. Yes. Um, how, are you, how are you feeling ahead of this one this afternoon? I think we need to keep we, we need to keep that going. I mean, the, the, you know, we, we, we like to avoid cle- football in cliches on FC Radio, don't we? But you're you're probably only as good as your next game, and you know, <laughs> there you are, boom, get it in early. And the thing is, we need to, you know, you know, there's almost a case if we don't win today, or at least get a draw, but a win ideally, 
Tuesday night was all in vain, and then you end up with two defeats out of three, which is not which is what nobody wants. So you know we need to keep it going. We played well enough. Keep that momentum going. You know the, the keeper getting sent off point didn't make a massive difference because the two goals we scored after that, he wouldn't have saved them. No. They were great goals. So that didn't make a massive apart from obviously being a man down. You know, and they were a danger from set pieces. They hit the bar, but we hit the post. They had a couple that went wide. They didn't really trouble Lavercombe massively, even though I thought they played better than their league position is, is suggesting. I thought, you know, Brodie Litchfield was a danger throughout. You know, obviously we, we had him for eight games uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, South as well was uh, pretty dangerous when you watched yeah. the highlights. Back. Well, yeah, well, and of course they moved him from the back straight up front, didn't they? Another thing about that game, though, is last year we did very well, let's say, against the football insides, but struggled against sides who did that bombardment we thing. Been, last year, you, um, you can go back 10 years yeah. if you want on that one. So that, that bodes very, very well, I, I think. I think so. I think uh, we, we, we could have wilted a little under that, you know, I wouldn't call it an aerial bombardment. That makes them sound like they were something akin to Wimbledon 88, which they weren't. But they were dangerous from those long throws from both sides and corners and three kicks in. And we could have wilted, but we actually, I thought we defended them pretty well, if I'm being honest. There was a couple of shaky moments, but you're going to get like 90 minutes of football. Of course you are. I thought we, we, we caught really well. I thought we were well worth the three points. You know, did the score line flatter us a little? No, I don't think it no, flattered I don't us. Think it did. Um, I, know the, I know their manager, Grant Black, you know, did make reference to the referee, but it wasn't down to the referee. We played well, we defended well, we were dangerous going forward, we held on really well, and. We got the three... Oh, hello. You forget the, the old fanfare for the common man here, don't you? I enjoyed it. It was a good win, but we've got to keep that going today because there's no point coming here and losing, playing poorly and losing 1-0. It's just, it, that's, that's just a wasted Tuesday night, though. Now, with regards to today's opposition, uh, Whitby Town, um, we mentioned it. We, we did do our normal pre-match chat, um, pre-recorded earlier down by pitch side, but it was so windy and you just couldn't really hear us. Um, it is windy. And the pitch woods, though, as well. It's not like it was two years ago, but it is a bit bobbly. There's, but there's bare patches. Considering it's only been played on once, there's, there's, there's bare patches. But it, it's probably the best pitch we've played on at Whitby for a few years. It always seems a big pitch here. Yeah, it's a, a wide big pitch. pitch. It always seems a wide pitch. But you say that, but then when the players get on it, it feels like a it narrow feels, pitch. If it, 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 yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I think, you know, if we, if we, if we can get the ball and play football. Like, let's, let's be honest, we say this every week. We could, we could record this and just play, press play on it. If, if we're allowed to play football, we'll give the majority of teams in this league a game. Let's be honest. The problem we have is if, we don't, if we're not on it, and we play a team like Coles, who prepared very, very well. You know, people have complained how poorly we played, and yes. Let's give Coles a bit of credit. They weren't, they weren't great, but they came with a game plan and a job, and they did it absolutely brilliantly, to be fair. Paul, what, what, what do we know about Whitby Town? They've not had the best of starts, have they? No, I think... Um, oh, oh, hello, Paul, by the way. Sorry, that was rude of me, wasn't okay. it? Yeah. What's happened is they played Matlock and Liversidge, who were two more physical sides in the division, and suffered. Um, but to, today, I noticed they've got Danny Roback in the central defence, so they'll cope a bit better. But they're really looking forward to this game because they're playing a football inside, and that's what Whitby like to play against. So I think they'll be really gearing up to try and get three points and get their season running this afternoon and last season um, we kind of got our tactics wrong didn't we we went three at the back yeah we, we really messed up on the visit last time and we lost Adam Dodd after half an hour which is which is quickly forgotten but uh, well there's three there's three factors though there's the selection like you said the formation we lost an important player early on and also 
you could counter that if you play well. We didn't actually play well on, on, when we had the ball. So the whole thing was just an absolute... Uh, Disappointment. Disappointment, yes. But uh, I, I think a draw this afternoon would be a good result for us. Now, going back to Tuesday night, and uh, we gave man of the match to Guy Hall. Guy Hall incidentally starts tonight. Um, but Charlie Ennis, when I did the highlights back, was really pulling all the strings. He was so impressive. Yes, and I did notice on Twitter that uh, the man of the match was given from, from Belper's end was uh, Eddie Maeko. So that in itself, to me, suggests the performance, because you've got three players there. Three separate man of the matches, but Donahue as well, and Donahue yeah, having a good. He start went quiet to the second half. I thought that game. On well, the apart from that lovely piece of skill by the touchline, did not go out of play, stayed in. Oh, it was delightful. But, but that. He, he, he was a bright spark last Saturday, so he's, he's had two good games. Um, if we can just carry that on from Tuesday, and there's no reason why we can't. We, we we should be looking at three points today, but it is tough, you know. Like let's be honest, you know the, the pitch is. One of those, that's like Clitheroe, he goes up, it goes up in the goal mouth, like, like there's a, like they, they, do, they bury the Wembley, the Wembley it's Twin Towers. No, I'm not having that, it's not. It's no, no, it's, it's not, 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 I'm not talking the Clitheroe Hill, I'm talking yeah. about in, in the, the, the mounds in oh, the yeah, goal mouth. Oh yeah, there mounds. is that, yes. Especially that one, that, it's very the, at the, the sea end, yeah, 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 so. Mention of Charlie Ennis, he yes. joins the 100 club today. Congratulations. Oh, that's Charlie 100 we can, that we can accept. It's the 30th. Just to add as well, we'll give you the start. We'll give you some team news. Let's give you some team news. Um, Swampy's not here, so I'm not doing the jingle. Um, just be me and you Swampy and you. Swampy team news. That works. Um, <laughs> now Palinkas is on the bench. Taylor's got into at right back. Right back yeah. There was um, an element to Tuesday night's game where we brought Taylor on to solidify things. Little did we know he'd actually help going forward, and he, he contributed to the fourth. Yeah, well, well, well. I mean, Belper. To be fair, I mean, they moved the captain south from the back up front, and then they sort of they looked to move him to the right, to their left, uh, the FC right, and, and probably targeted pulling because he was having a good game. And they probably thought, you know, he's, he's maybe he's not as physical as the others. And Neil obviously clocked that and brought uh, brought Chris Taylor on, and he did really well to nullify him. So, you know, he's probably thought. Tough game, big side again potentially today. Do it again, and you know, let's see if it works today. Now um, we know about uh, Vincent, unfortunately injured. not uh, being injured. Um, so Tom Murray comes in. There was a hope that Jonathan Smith uh, will be in the squad this afternoon, but he's unavailable for selection. He's unavailable again. Um, but Tom Murray goes in. Tom Murray's got a bit to prove, I think, after the after yeah. Coles match. He came on on, on Tuesday, did a did decent enough job. All right on Tuesday. I mean, the, the, the Coles match. I thought he was unlucky in that. Him and Charlie Ennis didn't work together, and the midfield was wide open quite a lot. And a lot of his touches were actually him trying to scramble and put tackles in and win the ball back. And then when he won the ball back, we lost it again because we were outnumbered a little bit. So I can see why he got left out on Tuesday, obviously. Um, you know, and, and I mean, Neil made a reference earlier on about the pitch and said, you know, it, might, it, it maybe it's an Abbey Hay style pitch, it's a bit bobbly, a bit bumpy, and maybe it'll suit him today because it's, it's a county. I mean, a bit harsh, but I know what you're saying. You know, it's not a, a bowling green pitch, so maybe he's used to that, and that'll, that'll suit him. So he'll uh, be in the uh, midfield with Luke Griffiths, uh, who was brilliant on Tuesday night. Uh, 
alongside Charlie Ennis, who's wearing number 10. Uh, the supporting players up front uh, will be Michael Donoghue and Eddie Mieko. Regan Linney wearing number 9, so it's a mirror, pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. of what we saw uh, on, on Tuesday. Uh, the centre-back partnership is Andy Halls and Curtis Jones, and uh, full-backs Guy Hall and Chris Taylor, and uh, Dan Lavercum in goal, of course. Uh, five substitutes, Shaq Anderson, Max McCarthy, Harry McGee, Josh Askew, who's back in the squad, and Jan Palinkas. Um, what's your thoughts on that, Paul? Well, actually, there was another thing I was that's just come to mind. Go for and, it. And that's in the Whitby side. There's a notable absentee up front, and that's Bradley Fuster. So that is certainly something that's to our advantage. He scored three times against us last season. Because just, to, just yeah. to say, I mean, I bet everyone who... Well, no one's listening from Whitby, so it's fine to say this, but they must be fed up with be, uh, it being said. No Jacob Hazel in the squad. Yeah. He's obviously gone to Darlington. Fuster's come in to replace him, and for him to not be starting is... A benefit. Well, it won't do us any harm, I would say. But um, obviously, we've still got to play well to get anything from here because I'm sure Whitby will come out the blocks pretty quick. Yeah, I think we, I think we, we've got to start well. I think um, these away games like this, where they're backed by a decent crowd, you know, they, they get decent numbers here and they're quite vociferous. You don't want to give people, up, you know, momentum at the start of a game. You, you know, and you can very, you can find yourself, you know, in the first 20 minutes a little bit swamped. And we don't want to do that. So uh, a good start from FC, um, and you know, um, um, I'm, I'm fairly confident of picking up three today. You know, fairly confident. Well, this is SC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And uh, you join us here in North Yorkshire on a sunny Saturday afternoon. It's Whitby Town against FC United of Manchester, and it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game. It's Stato Paul, but first, me. And uh, there's Lavacombe with the goal kick, played forward, it's an awkward one for the defence, it gets to Linney, Linney lays that ball off to Ennis, Ennis now on the edge of the box, he was lining up a shot, he's on his left foot, good save by the goalkeeper Shane Bland, down to his right, that was sneaking in to the near post there, but uh, from our own goal line pretty much, down to the other end of the pitch, direct route, that seems to be working quite well so far Paul. And it's the first corner of the afternoon. Here's... Mieko, Mieko there to Taylor. Taylor with an effort on the back. And there is Linney. And really, that is out of the blue a little bit there. It was uh, Mieko and Taylor combining on the right-hand side. And uh, Linney was... He had, the freedom Linney. Of, he had the freedom of Whippy there on the on the back post. No one near him. Linney's um, been isolated all game. And he was isolated again. Right there on the back post. On 42 minutes, FC United open the score in here. Remarkable. Yet another uh, assist well, for uh, yeah. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor did really well. Put the cross in. And he sort of... He finished it quite well. I can't decide whether he shinned it or he just he, he did enough to just loop it in, but it uh, doesn't really matter, does it? 1-0. Linney down this left-hand side. And I've seen United double the money here. Here, here he comes. Linney with an effort on oh, goal. Down Neela. to his right-hand side. And uh, Bland there just about keeps the ball out. And it's uh, the score remains 1-0. Hall. Not much room over on that left-hand touchline. Back it goes to Jones. Jones crosses that ball in. Headed clear, though, by Rowe. Only as far as Griffiths. Griffiths to Ennis. Ennis lining up a shot. Oh, off the top of the bar. And I think the goalkeeper saved it onto the bar as well. And it's going to be a corner to FC United. But uh, Ennis there with a uh, brilliant effort, Paul. Well, he's trying to score on his, his 100th game. He scored in his 99th, so why not? Ennis now. 
needs a red shirt, but Ennis just keeps the ball anyway and then plays it down this channel towards Linney. Linney can't take it again, but Linney wins it back. Linney now into the penalty area. It won't sit for him. Linney with an effort. It's the post. And uh, here's Donahue. Oh, and a great save by the goalkeeper. But FC United have started this second half really, really well. But uh, to be honest with you, I don't know how it's not 2-0, Paul. I think it should have been there. I think Linney had the best chance. Where he puts a challenge in and uh, FC United with the ball now on the left-hand side. Here's Donahue now. Donahue plays it in front of Linney. Linney. Donahue wins the ball back. Donahue surely from here. Yes, he does. He scores. And that is FC United 2-0 up. Capitalising on the mistake there at the back. And Donahue pounced. Scoring once again, Paul. 2-0. Well, I think it was Linney's turn there. Lost the ball. And the defender thought he was comfortable in his own box. But he was dispossessed by the quick feet of Donahue, who, who uh, drew the keeper on goal and uh, slotted it into the corner. 20 minutes played of the second half. 2-0. I mean, I, I, I think I mentioned it earlier on uh, in this, this half, the pressing, and the pressing has been from our forward players for absolutely brilliant. And, you know, it, the chance what Linney created earlier on when he hit the post was due to pressing, and then that was great pressing between Donahue and, and Linney and a, and a fantastic finish. Anderton now plays the ball forward to Linney. Linney, back to Anderton. Anderton plays it back to Hall. Hall infield to Griffiths. Griffiths turns his man. And he won the ball, ref. Griffiths in trouble. He is in trouble. And it's a red, I think. It is, it's a straight red. What do you think of that challenge? I mean, we're right in front of it. He won the ball. I thought he won the ball. He was, he, his foot was up, but he won the ball. Um, uh, right in front of the referee. It wasn't wild or reckless. His studs were up, to be fair. You reckon? Yeah. And the problem is, now that's my, that's my man of the match gone for them from the he was, gonna be, he was winning that so I'll have to recon, reconsider well that'll be one to watch back on the replay uh, we don't have the replay obviously but I don't know about that one I think it's I would, one of those I would argue the challenge on Griffiths 10 minutes ago was worse it's, it's, it, yeah it probably was I think the problem the problem you get with tackles like that and this is why you can see a red card is he may have won the ball initially but there's a follow through with studs up and I think Referee, he was in front of the referee. He, he wasn't unsighted to, to be giving his, his full credit, so he saw it. I, I think it was just on the right card. Okay. If I'm being honest, put it this way: if that had been the other way, I we would have been. I would have been saying to you, he should be sent off for that. I've got to be honest with you. So I'm not going to complain massively. Well, just a reminder, because this will be going out on FCM TV, we don't have a replay. So those are our, our, just our initial thoughts. And uh, one of us will correct the record on Tuesday night. MacArthur shields that ball, plays it to Ennis. Ennis, that's a good ball for Linney to chase. It's uh, between the goalkeeper and the defender, but the uh, goalkeeper seizes the initiative, picks up the ball and plays it long. One bounce, it's into the penalty area, FC United's penalty area, and a shot comes in, it's cleared by Palinkas off the line, surely Fogarty's going to score, no, it's deflected and wide of the goal, and it's a corner ball, FC United living, living life dangerous there. Well, yeah, I mean, the bounce of the ball deceived everybody, and uh, it's a hell of a clearance from Shane Bland. Linney, it's a one-man show to finish things off here, surely, Linney with the ball. <laughs> He's got three blue shirts around him. 
out towards the corner flag. Oh, brilliant turn. Oh, that's, that's unbelievable. And there's a bit, <laughs> he wins I mean, a corner. I'm not quite sure how many fouls there actually was. He was being pulled back all the way and then pulled back in the box. But that's, he's done brilliant there. That's Absolutely sensational brilliant. stuff from Regan Lennon. And you know what? Man of the match. There you go, that's done it. And it bites up a bit more time. Yeah. We're in the closing minute now. It's a corner to FC United. We're into the final minute of added time here. It's going to be taking shots, and I think it's literally just been taken, hasn't it? No, it hasn't. Uh, it's, no, it has. Yeah, and nice. McCarthy is holding on to that ball, metaphorically speaking, by the corner flag, but Whitby take it off him and clear it forward. Guy Hall wins the header on the halfway line. Not been cleared yet. Halls plays it forward, and uh, here's McCarthy now. McCarthy in front of Anderton. Anderton, it breaks to McCarthy. McCarthy, one-on-one. -on -one. Good save by the goalkeeper. Oh, that would have been a great way to finish off the afternoon. But uh, it stays 2-0. Full time here at the Turnbull ground. And that is a good three points for FC United. A goal in the first half. A goal in the second half. FC United going down to 10 men. And almost snatching it at the end there, despite being down to 10 men. But uh, FC United taking three points back to Manchester. And... Uh, back-to-back -back wins in the league for FC and that's the first time since December 2021 that we won back-to-back -back away games and that was Stafford and Buxton if you remember so quite an achievement this today and FC now we think they're up to sixth roundabouts with six points fifth. from fifth, three everyone. games fifth fifth now yes so we're fifth in the playoffs. as we speak but well, yes I think we've deserved the points today I think we've, we played the better football I think we've worked harder and we certainly took our chances uh, just before Woodsell leaves us uh, who's your man of the match Woodsell let's have that chat well it was going to be Griffiths at one point so obviously the red card ruined that um, so I was hovering between two and I'm going to agree with you, with uh, with yourself uh, Linny for his second half performance particularly with the pressing was fantastic for a lot of the game uh, it was really him and Curtis Jones at one point I don't like giving defenders man of the match if we've won relatively straightforwardly and it gives a wrong impression in my opinion so, yeah, Ligan Linney's got it for me. I agree with you on that one, Ben. Great stuff. And um, I think we're finding our, our groove here. We're finding it a little bit, but let's, you know, let's... No, let's get excited. Let's turn it up. Let's hang fire oh, a, 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 a tad. Only because, boo. only because next game's down which and we lost twice last season against them. Boo. So let's, let's just... Well, thank you, Voice of Doom, what's so? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, seriously, thank you for joining no us. No problem, we'll see you Tuesday. And, uh, we'll see you Tuesday. Um, don't forget, you can read Woodsell's match report on the official website, fc-utd.co.uk. But the other thing we have to say about today's game, the atmosphere from the away fans, it was proper old school today, and especially towards the end there, uh, FC down to 10 men, but certainly acting as the, the 12th fan over on that far side. It was uh, really, really impressive and uh, the thing about FC is it's only two wins and Woodsell's right let's not get too carried away or anything like that but it's just an observation when FC United get momentum going people come out of the woodwork and the attendances start to build and the vibe starts to build and suddenly you get into that situation where there's a lot of noise and a lot of fans at Broadhurst Park and at away games and whatever happens this season that's all FC want, really, is to have a good time. And they've had a good time today. I think, <laughs> I think with the first, the opening game of the season, FC rightly were criticised, probably excessively. But having said that, the performance at Belper was a good one and the result was a resounding win. And today we've come to Whitby, which is not an easy game, 
and we've taken all three points. So I would say that let's hope that this encourages more people to come and watch the side, uh, particularly at Broadhurst, uh, because we need more support. And you've got to credit the players after a poor opening game. They've certainly bounced back in some style. And the football's been good. I mean, today they've struggled with the wind, they've struggled with the sun, they've certainly struggled with the pitch. But there's been flashes, and I'm enjoying watching FC United in these last two games. It's been good to watch. I think they've got a confidence. They've got an air about them, haven't they? That they actually know what they're doing, and uh, they're enjoying what they're doing. And um, let's hope we can carry this on now on Tuesday. Uh, There's concerns about Donahue, I think, with his injury. Yeah. Um, Possibly Chris Taylor's picked up a knock as well. So his his squad strength is already going to be tested. However... We do think Clive Smith, Clive Smith will, will be, be back, back yeah. and that is huge because we saw it in pre-season. He's a very good defender and he was part of an Afriton Coles defence last season which was solid as a rock. And he's, I think he's going to, I'm assuming, will slot in at right back and will be adding something. Certainly. Yeah, and I think once he gets in the side it will be very hard to dislodge which will make competition for the defensive places even more keener. Obviously, uh, we've got a Griffiths suspension coming up yeah, now as well, unfortunately. That'll be against Bamber Bridge away uh, on Saturday. Um, he will be available for selection on Tuesday. So I suppose now it's a question of can we get Jonathan Smith back, match ready, and can we get Vincent back as well, match ready. So um, that's, that's the question, isn't it? Because midfield, we, we might be a bit light against Bamber Bridge if we're not yeah, careful. Yeah, it's the midfield department that's looking a bit bare at, uh, with some of the absenteeisms. There is um, a discussion to be had about the red card. I'm imagining Neil will, will err on the side of it was a bit harsh. I think Woodsell's probably right in, on reflection about the studs being up, but I don't know. We're, we've been critical of Griffiths and his challenges over the years yeah. um, I think it, he's, it, he's, not, he's not the best at them but on that occasion he did win the ball but there is a question mark about whether he was in control of the challenge and whether um, he certainly did connect with the ankle of the player well we've certainly, sure. we've certainly got a good I, I expect we've got pretty good video evidence if if Renault thinks that it rarely rarely get overturned but, though but so you know you are things. fighting to turn the tide with the FA, it's, it's very, very difficult to get anything out of them. Yeah. They do back the referee. Well, we are going to be joined uh, by Neil Reynolds in a second. That reminds me of Norton missing the uh, playoff final years ago, the Colwyn Bay one for that sending off at Chase Town. Yeah, well, Julian Wright was, was sent yeah, off as well. And it was, and it was, <laughs> it was yeah. just a nonsense. Uh, but uh, yeah, there you go. Those, those are the days. FC Legends podcast available on our podcast page, of course. Uh, but we are going to be joined uh, by Neil Reynolds now. Uh, Neil, congratulations, another three points. Where do we start with this interview? I mean, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts firstly on, on back-to-back wins? We've not done that since... December 2021, away from home. There yeah. we go. Well, it's a long time in football, isn't it? You know, and I, and I remind people, sat at home, that people were quick to criticise this group last week. And, you know, just have a word with yourselves, I'd say. You know, before you jump on your keypads, there's a, there's a project here. And the project is to, to replace the outgoing players like Potts and Wadica, you know, and Dodd who've gone out and, and rebuild it with... You know, your Murrays, your Andertons, your Miekos, you know, your Max McCarthy's. And it takes time and it takes time to play gel for a big club. And, you know, you don't have to look at fan base today. There's a lot of players of my players out there haven't even played in front of, you know, that long 500 that travelled today, maybe 50 or 60. So credit to them, you know, enormous determination, enormous courage. It's only a week. It's only another win. You know, we've now got to regroup and focus for Tuesday night. But delighted, you know, that the wind delights me, the last 20 minutes delights me more, the way we stuck in there and kept the clean sheet, I was, I was really proud man. 
Now, we'll get to the goals and the performances in a second, but I, I do have to ask you about the, the Luke Griffiths sending off because we, we had a mixed bag here. We've been critical of Griffiths' challenges over the years, but in that instance, he did win the ball. He did. He did, but he did, he did touch the ankle. Ben, he, he did, and I'm, I'm looking right at it. You know, and I, I'm the first person to say it's a red card. I promise you now, I would never defend my players. I've never defended Griffiths in the past. Yes, the way he looks like he approached the ball, but he's actually hit it on the top of his foot, uh, and it's a great tackle. He's took the ball. thought the ref was really quick to, to pull out the red. He said a consult on his linesman. Uh, but it happens. You know, we were only talking up on the way up here on the coach. You might have heard it about, you know, Griff's kind of says a challenge. I think he's taken that out of his game. But, you know, you get a bit of a reputation for yourself. And, you know, I think the referee was, he rushed, he rushed it. And I just encourage him to look back on it now. And if it's a mistake, we'll appeal it. Yeah, 100%. Because I think if you take that tackle out of football, the Mets are going to play, play darts now because that, there's no fun in it. I mean, he will be suspended, we reckon, if it does go to appeal and it fails. It, he will be suspended for the Bamber Bridge game, we reckon. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a bit of a problem there, isn't there, with midfield selection coming up, potentially, if we don't get Smith and Vincent match ready? I'll have Smith. I'll have Smith back. You can always drop Ennis in there. You can always play Regan as a 10. Uh, we might have Woolerton back for next week, so we could go into a 10. So, let's we'll cross that. I think every team... You know, every team suffers injuries. You know, we're going to play Nantwich on Tuesday. I think they've got a couple of suspensions. Part and parcel of football. For me, you know, I'll tell the listeners back home, we targeted seven from nine. You know, that wasn't us being arrogant, saying we were going to beat Atherton uh, and Belper and come and get a point here. You know, we're a point shy of our, of our total and we've, we've gone and got six points from nine. And, you know, I'll say this now, it's, it's not easy to say after the defeat last week and, you know, people shouting X, Y and Z, but, you know, that could be the best thing that's happened to us. You know, I'm not sure how Atherton have gone on today. I know they lost in midweek. Uh, but it could have been the best thing that's happened to us. And, you know, a real wake-up call, a real, you know, kind of not a culture shock, but just, a, you know, this is what it means to play for the football club. And I think if you did that, if you play the way you did today and you didn't get your three points, then fans would still be cheering you off to get the three points. They've, you know, made the day, we've made the club's day and, you know, we look forward to choosing now. And it's two different types of performances as well. Belper, lovely pitch. Mm. Here, it's been a very, it was tricky because the ball just would not sit. No. For anyone, um, I mean, poor Mieko, he just wasn't able to control no. the ball all the way through no. the game. Um, I mean, how pleased are you with that side? The fact it was a bit of a gutsy performance here and a pressing performance. Yeah. I mean, the goals we scored came from pressing. Even if we didn't go in at one the half time, I was going to say well done. You know, I remember the first ball again goes to Chris Taylor. He takes four touches to bring it up. I think the first bounce goes around his neck, uh, and, and, it, and it was a difficult condition. And you know, it wasn't Eddie's pitch, it was, but he worked hard. He, he played his part. You know, it wasn't Jack Anderton's pitch. He worked hard. He played his part. But then you got someone like Linney who, you know, for me, can play on any kind of pitch. He doesn't mm. seem to bother him, and he's seen with his goal. He's seen with that run in the, you know, the kind of the last few minutes. Ridiculous uh, that, by ridiculous the way. Ridiculous yes. Donahue's goal, two and two. You know, I just thought that's not too serious. But listen, just to come here and win two. Now, I don't think there'll be a lot of teams that come here and win. I know that. I know they've lost two on the bounce. I'm sure they'll get it right. I'm sure that, you know, when they get Fuster back and a few more players back. Uh, they'll be fine. They'll be absolutely fine. And, you know, it's been good games over the last few years between Whitby and ourselves. And it's kind of been even Stevens. For us, you know, I think we might sit in a playoff position now going into, Tuesday, yeah, going into Tuesday night's game, which is, which is really pleasing. Uh, we don't take anything for granted. We just keep working hard. You know, and, and today's result means nothing if we don't go following up against Nantwich now. That run at the end that Lindy did, that, that tips the balance in favour of him getting out of the match. Um, we didn't want to give it to Defender, <laughs> even though we got a clean sheet, because we w- didn't want to portray the wrong message because that was a good all-round performance Re- that Regan Linney was fantastic but I thought Murray and Griffiths were, were equally as good and yep. some of the work the goals have noticed there uh, Donahue you know mm-hmm. magnificent self but you know when you keep a clean sheet you know you're delighted as a back five and you know they're celebrating in there uh, as though they've you know they've all scored hat-tricks so delighted but yeah you, you've got to give it Linney I think that run definitely tipped the balance uh, 
but there's no personal accolades. It's just a team win. You know, we can get on the coach. We can have a, you know, we can have a bit of a good time. We can have a couple of drinks, and then we'll analyse the footage tomorrow and Monday, and we'll get ready for Tuesday. Then I was just saying uh, to Paul, um, just as we were closing there, just about the atmosphere over there in the shed. You know, there's a few hundred FC supporters who've made the trip. Despite the rail strikes, they've, they've all come up here in numbers, haven't they? And they're bouncing. And FC United, over the years, they've had this thing of slow burning where, you know, in the summer, everyone's on holiday. Thousand and a half there at Broadhurst Park. And then before you know it, there's 3,000 there. And are you hopeful the, the football's good, the vibe's good, we can start to... Yeah. People Look, need listen, to get there on Tuesday for this yeah. game. In ben, ben, you know, FC United, they're all proper fans, but they're proper, proper fans. You know, the ones who, you know, they come today, they, they tell it as it is when they're not happy, they say it's your face. When they are happy, they say it's your face. I love that. You know, I love that. And, you know, I'd much rather have that than... You know, the, kind of the keyboard warriors, but that's you know that's that's people's personal opinion. Uh, for me, dead proud of them fans today, and all, all sides of the ground. You know, we've we've clapped them there. There was the far corner. Uh, there was there was here, uh, and and then obviously when we were coming off. But uh, you know, it, it was nice. Uh, there was a there was a touching moment uh, with Andy on yep. the far side. Then you know, devastated that he's lost his granddaughter after two days. Uh, in midweek and you know if that can be dedicated to, to Andy then you know we'd like to do that because I couldn't imagine going through what he's going through at the minute and then to travel to Whitby today and you know it was emotional at the end but it says everything about the football club really that you know the football club means everything to everybody so you know well done to everyone for coming today uh, we're going to rest our tired legs get on a coach maybe have a Lucas or two and then get ready for Namswich on Tuesday yeah final question Look, looking forward to, to Namswich on Tuesday we own one, don't we? Yeah, I never really look forward to Nantwich. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. It's, you know, I, I don't know. It is what it is. And we, what we've got to do, Ben, we know this. You know, we, we've got to take points off teams uh, home and away if we want to be where we're going to be. And, and we've done that now at Belper and we've done it at Whitby. And now, you know, we want to put uh, right what was significantly wrong last Saturday. You know, and I want these fans to see these players, how good they are, you know, and if we can go three from three, then brilliant, and I'd love to see Broadhurst Park rocking, I know, you know, traditionally Tuesday nights are as well supported as Saturday, but I'd encourage people to come watch your squad, you know, there's something about them, there's a hungerness, there's a desire, there's, there's, there's ability in there, and we're going to need every fan shouting if we're going to be where we're going to be this season, because we've got enough obstacles against us, you know, everyone wants to beat us, you can say that with Anderson last week, but you know, we we just got to we've got to accept that challenge and, and and be better than them. And you know, I can't wait to go back to Broadhurst Park. It was a it was a miserable day last Saturday, and we've had two good days on the road now. Uh, and hopefully, the fans have seen what a response the lads have given them, and, and they'll all pack out Broadhurst Park on Tuesday night. Great stuff, uh, well, Neil. Big congratulations today, and uh, we'll speak again on Tuesday. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, guys. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there speaking to Ben. Let's have some more post-match reaction now. Here's FC Radio's man of the match from Saturday, Regan Linney. Good to win. Even better to win away. Uh, 2-0, man of the match. How did you feel the game went? I thought the game was tough. It's always a tough place to come with me. Um, I thought the boys to a man today were unbelievable. I thought we defended from the, from the front. I thought we worked hard as a team. Obviously got the, the right results, so we're all buzzing in there. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what a great time to score that goal. Um, I think it was Eddie, basically down the right hand wing, got it to tails and he just put the ball across to you. To be fair, last season I don't think I, I get on the end of that and obviously I've got two now where I've just little tappings. So I've been working on that and hopefully I've got more to come within little tappings instead of just creating stuff myself or, or maybe scoring outside the box. So I've been working on that, so I'm glad they're paying off at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's not just being in the right position, it's also staying onside because, you know, basically it was the, the goalkeeper, he was making a big claim for an offside. It I, think, I think it was tight, but I think I was definitely onside. Yeah, and then we went into the second half and the game really came alive. I mean, um, you could, I think in the first 15 minutes there was almost as many incidents in that 15 as there was in the previous 45. Um, 
obviously, and then Donna's got the second. Well, I think I, I think I hit the post in that, so I should have I should have finished that, and then Donna's had one cleared off the line just after that, and then obviously Donna's has read it well, took it off their man and slotted it away. It was a perfect time to score for the boys, so yeah, we're buzzing with that. Yeah, and uh, obviously we're going to look at the uh, red card because um, he, he did get the ball. Yeah. Um, but ten men held out. Exactly, we dug deep. Last season, I think we come here and maybe get a draw or, or we end up losing. But this season, we're defending a lot better. And I feel, I feel like we will, we will progress on this season. I feel like we're, we're stronger now. So, yeah, I'm yeah. happy with that. And last season, you obviously got to 20 goals, um, really came alive sort of like towards the second half of the season. You're already under three now? Yeah, I've got three and three now. So I'm happy with that. Just got to continue up, obviously doing well and working hard and hopefully more goals come. Saturday's man of the match, Regan Linney there, speaking to Tim. And FC United will be looking to keep the wins coming this week against two tough opponents. Firstly, on Tuesday evening, FC hosts Nantwich Town back at Broadhurst Park. Kick-off on Tuesday night will be at 7.45pm. Admission will be pay on the gate, £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, with under 5s free with a paying adult. But if you cannot make this match in person, then the game will be broadcast live on North Manchester 106.6 FM, as well as on fc-radio.co.uk. You can tune in from 7.30pm. While on Saturday afternoon, FC travel up to Lancashire to take on Bamber Bridge. Kick-off on Saturday will be at 3pm. This game will also be broadcast on FC Radio. For those of you who cannot attend in person, you can tune in to FC Live from 2.30pm on Saturday afternoon. To the women's team now, and on Wednesday evening, FC United completed their pre-season with a tough home game against Liverpool under-21s. Let's hand over to the women's team live at Broadhurst now for all the action. And Reeves now with the ball for FC. Square to O'Gara. O'Gara. Back to Reeves. Reeves. Good ball. That's a beautiful ball by Reeves to find Hayes. Hayes, surely. Off the bar. But that was class from Reeves. So beautifully weighted with the right direction on it. And Hayes there just put a foot right through it. And unfortunately got a bit too much on it. Off the bar and a goal kick. But again, bright stuff from FC United in these opening moments of the game. Now we're a first-time ball over the top. A cracking ball to find Kelly. Kelly on the left-hand side of the penalty area. One player in the box. That's Hayes. And that is good goalkeeping because Hayes was about to tap that in. But there's Dixon winning the ball back. Not quite done yet. Now Dixon completes the challenge. Dixon right-hand side of the penalty area. Plays the ball back here. Oh, yes. It's a brilliant finish, isn't it? It really is. And... um, well, beautiful stuff there from FC United. Hartley with the finish in the end, incidentally. The half-time substitute. 25 minutes played in the second half. Here is Chambers now on the left foot. Oh. We're right behind that. The goalkeeper yes. lost two, but the goalkeeper couldn't keep hold of it. And there, following up, I think, was Chelsea Flanagan. And that is 2-0 to FC United. 25 minutes played of the second half. Uh, well, we are going to be joined uh, by James Mulverhill now, manager of the women's team. That's James. First things first, uh, just before we get into this interview, uh, congratulations on your appointment. You've I not know. been officially uh, given the job until the radio's confirmed it, so congratulations. Thank you, yeah, I feel, um, feel honoured. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was brilliant, that. That was really good, both halves. Quality, in it. Yeah. It's a joy to watch. Like, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm looking myself and I think, yeah, we've done all right here, haven't we? We've done well. And I think, look at when you're able to make three substitutes at half-time and you've got Chelsea Flanagan, Ella Hartley and Libby Dixon coming on. Big performance, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I was, um, this is obviously the first pre season of Friendly that I've covered, and I was sitting here 
and I was reading out the teams and I looked up and there I saw Reeves in midfield and I was like I said to Phil I went is that Reeves from Stockport County? Yeah. You must be very excited especially when in the second half Flanagan comes on and it's like no one in the league we're about to enter is going to get a sniff of the ball in midfield. No. I don't, I don't think I'd argue that we've got a stronger midfield than the, the league above. Like if the, the midfield free that we can have on any given day is unreal you look at Neves doing a job for us there at, at centre half at yep. the minute, but she's a, a beast in midfield. Um, we've got some quality, quality players, and the recruitment's been on point. And you can tell there's a certain there's a certain style of play you're watching now, and you can see it's a very distinctive style. You mentioned Bertwistle there; uh, mm-hmm. she was my personal uh, player of the match. Yeah. Uh, you can't really move her from centre back after that performance. That <laughs> was is. that was brilliant. That yeah, honestly, it was quality. Like um, the maturity of the performance we played tonight, we knew it was going to be a big challenge. Listen, their senior team are in the WSL. Yeah. Um, a lot of these girls will go on and play at their very highest level. They've, in a couple of years, some of them will be playing for England and the respective international teams. Um, we've come out there today and we've honestly, we've made them look like a youth side in terms of how we play. And that's no disrespect. Like, we've made them look kind of, they've got years, they've still got some years to go before they reach the senior level. And these girls will get to that level, but it's brilliant from us. Like, it's honestly some brilliant football. With regards to Kirsty Chambers mm-hmm. playing left back, yeah. uh, I uh, likened the move to Jerome Wright, who used to play for FC United <laughs> yeah. back in the day, who was a left winger. But as as he got older, yeah. he moved to left back, and arguably he had the best time there. I think. Yeah. Is is that what we're, you're edging towards? Yeah, yeah, or? definitely. Like for me, is I've got this idea that that I think if I could have um, ten outfield midfielders, I would. Um, I'm very of the, the, I remember Spain winning the World Cup and they had about 15 midfielders playing at once, they had to count them. Um, for me today, you look, you've got, you've got Neve Bertwistle, who's a, a central midfielder. You've got Kirsty Chambers, who's a winger left back. You've got Corey Maver, who's a right winger playing at right back. We're very attacking in terms of our, um, our defensive units and you can tell the way we play out, how comfortable we are. So it's been a good pre-season. Yes. To say the least. Um, plenty of goals, we're just going through it here. Only one defeat. Plenty of clean sheets as well. Yes. How do you feel things are shaping up as we head towards the Curzon match next week? I feel like we're, we're purring. Like, I feel no disrespect against the Wigan, but it's probably good for them that they didn't play us this weekend because we're, we're absolutely firing. Like, and um, I think a little bit of a rest in between will probably be good for any team. Like, But for us, we, I've not shied away from when people have asked me what do we want to, what are our ambitions this year. Our ambitions are to win the treble and have a good good FA Cup run we want to win the Manchester Challenge Cup we want to win the League Cup um, and we want to go on and win the league Like we're, we're not shying away from that we're, we're confident in our ability we're confident in our team and it's not it's not arrogance it's, it's we know the work's been done Like these girls have been working hard um, and I'm, I'm ready and they're ready for the season to start well James a big congratulations for tonight I, I really enjoyed that game and uh, you've got headaches yes. big headaches for next yes. Wednesday I'm, I'm going to be the most hated man in Boston <laughs> <laughs> looking, for, looking forward to, to next Wednesday it's going to be cracking to get the, the season underway. Yeah. Uh, get yourself down here to, to Broaders Park next Wednesday night, 7.30 against Curzon. Yeah. And uh, like I said, big congratulations for a brilliant pre-season and here's hoping for a cracking yeah, thank proper you. season. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And the message to the fans, like we would appreciate as many as we can down for the opening game. Um, I want to show like all the fans what we've been working on. Um, a few have already been down so far. are impressed with what they've seen. We need as many as we can to get down. James Mulville, manager of the women's team. Big thank you for joining us. Thank Congratulations you. again on your appointment. Cheers, thank and, you. And uh, we'll catch Cheers, up next Wednesday. Wednesday. Thank you. Women's team manager James Mulvihill. As discussed there, the Reds will kick off their league season on 
on Wednesday this week with a home game against Kers and Ashton. This match will take place in the main stadium at Broadhurst Park. Admission will be pay on the gate, £3 for adults, £2 concessions. Men's team season ticket holders, £1, with under-18s, £1. And under-5s, free with a paying adult. Kick-off on Wednesday evening will be at 7.30pm and we'll have full commentary on FC Radio as well. Well, that's nearly it for this week's This Club is My Club, but just before we go, and staying with the women's team, on Wednesday evening, FC United keeper Chloe Ainsworth was awarded FC Radio's Player of Last Season, and Ben caught up with Chloe during Wednesday night's commentary. You know, it was a difficult season last year for FC United, but one thing, I think Phil, I've not discussed this with you at all, but I think I'm safe in saying that Chloe Ainsworth was our best player last year. I would have said so, yeah, well, she got my vote anyway. So, Chloe. Thank you for coming up oh. to receive this award. Thank you very you, much. Um, you're the FC Radio Player of the Season for last year. Thank you very much. So congratulations. It was well Thank deserved. Um, I mean, how did you find last season? Because it was a difficult year, but you were brilliant all the way through. Yeah, I think last season was what we've wanted. We've wanted a season where playing at higher level, tougher opponents, tougher games. I feel like we just didn't get the right preparation in place to start off with. First game against Newcastle, a heavy defeat, not the most helpful of starts. Um, I think we started to find our way and then we got a few injuries, a few players leaving. Obviously we had Tom leave and James step up and, and, and come in. Um, so it, it was a very tough season but it's something that we've wanted and it's now pushed us, now that we've obviously been relegated, it's pushed us this pre-season and I think this pre-season has been the best one we've had. I was going to say, I mean, this is the first pre-season game I've seen and the first uh, thing of note that went, oh, oh, this is this is good, Reeves in midfield. And then at half-time, Flanagan comes on and, you, you know, as a goalkeeper, you must go, any ball in midfield during the season is just going to get eaten up here yeah. and controlled. Yeah, you see the, the depth in our squad, you see, like, the three subs we've brought on. You've got Chelsea Flanagan come on, you've got Libby come on and then um, you've got Ella Hartley come back and she's come She's come on, so then three subs, especially this game, make a huge difference. And even the players that we've got on the bench, when we can only name five, it's going to be a very tough choice to pick that 16 of who's going to who's going to get in there because the depth in the squad at the moment is unbelievable. You might not be back for for Curzon, but you, are you looking forward to to getting back into contention? Oh yeah, um, I've always said goalkeeper. It's a lonely place. It can be, but now we've obviously got Solfin. Um, I've said it's that competition that I've needed it's the competition that obviously Soph needs to develop and it's there can only be one of us in net and our job now is to push each other in training push each other in games and, and that's what we're going to do uh, Just to let you know uh, Dan Lavercombe won the men's one um, not saying it was one of them seasons for FC last year but clearly it was and Dan dropped it as soon as he, he received it <laughs> which is kind of ironic don't you drop that Try Look after to. it. A big congratulations again, Chloe. Thank you for running up here no with an injury. No and uh, good luck with the recuperation Thank and recovery. Thank you very much. See you soon. It. Take care. FC Radio's player of the 21-22 season, Chloe Ainsworth there. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening. And from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio. Officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.